اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ Today we're at number 15 of the traditions from the commander of the faithful Imam Ali may God's peace and blessings be upon him. And the topic which we want to look at today is the mainstays of repentance. What are the foundational pillars upon which rests this issue of tauba or asking forgiveness from Allah for our sins for our transgressions? We know that in our day and age and in every era really is that people are Uh, prone to make mistakes to commit sins intentionally or even unintentionally and this perhaps is a fact a reality of being human that we are uh, not protected from sins we have the uh, whisperings of the satan we have uh, individuals who may live around us who we may interact with who may you know encourage us and and promote us to commit acts of iniquity against the rules of a creator But what is much greater than all of this is that the individual realizes that they have committed a mistake, that they have committed a blunder, and that they turn back in repentance to the master of the universe. And this is what we want to look at today in the tradition from Imam Ali, may God's peace and blessings be upon him. In this tradition, he tells us the following. Repentance, al-tawbah, rests upon four foundational pillars. Remorse within the heart for what was performed. seeking forgiveness with the tongue verbal repentance acting with the limbs physical repentance and the firm resolve not to repeat that bad action again so as we see that tauba or asking forgiveness is not just a act of saying i'm sorry please forgive me no the commander of the faithful tells us that for true repentance to actually be realized and accepted and uh, something which the creator would be pleased to accept from us that we have to follow four uh, steps there are four foundational pillars upon which this act of tauba or repentance is based upon the first thing that the commander of the faithful tells us is that when we commit an act of iniquity when we break the law of allah again whether this be against allah directly we break one of his commandments which is related to him or we hurt another human being or even anything within the realm of creation of Allah the first thing that we have to do is feel remorse and sorrow in our heart that why did i do this particular action why did i succumb to the temptations to break the rules of the creator this is our first stage of repentance and not only us as individuals but even the entire society because sometimes repentance takes on the form of a societal a collective remorse for actions that have been done for example the north american slave trade this is something which although individuals did but the entire collective society is responsible for condoning and for carrying on for so many years so repentance whether it be again collective or individual the first stage is to show remorse to have that sorrow in the heart for what was performed which is not allowed which was not permissible and without that initial level of repentance in the heart we don't we cannot go further in our further levels of of, of actually uh, realizing repentance and true uh, uh, sorrow to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
So once this level has been completed, once we realize within our heart, within the deepest heart of hearts, that we have done a wrong action, that we're remorseful for it, that we're sad, why we did this particular act, that that heart is humbled and softened by the action of, of uh, realizing our, our negligence, then the commander of the faithful says that we have to go to the second stage. The second stage of forgiveness, as the commander of the faithful mentions, is the verbal declaration, to seek forgiveness with the tongue. It's not enough for me to, for example, hurt somebody else's feelings, to steal something, to do something bad to another person, and just think in my heart, well, I'm so, sour, I'm so sad, I'm so you know, upset, why did I do this? No, the Imam says that your second level is to actually verbally declare your remorse for the action. That there has to be some declaration spoken of you know that you feel sad for what you had, what, what has transpired, what you have performed. This verbal repentance is very important because not only will it hopefully bring us um, that solace and comfort in our heart that we are actually remorseful, but when we go to the individual, for example. And we say, I'm sorry for what I did to you. You know, I spoke bad about you. I accused you, in, you know, falsely. I, you know, spo spoke bad words about you. I insulted you. I insulted your family. Whatever the case may be. When we follow that verbal declaration, when we tell the person, I am sorry, that will hopefully also humble ourselves, humble our heart. And hopefully also that individual will be humble that we are going to them asking this level of forgiveness. And obviously, if we have done an act of transgression against the Allah directly, then we also need to do this verbal declaration to Allah. We have to ask Allah for uh, forgiveness. Again, it's not enough to be in the heart and we say, well, Allah knows the hearts. Well, yes, Allah knows the hearts, but He also wants us to verbally declare these things within our lives. So this is the second level. The verbal declaration on the tongue that we are, we are sorrowful, we are remorseful of the actions that we had performed. The third level of repentance, as the commander of the faithful mentions, is acting with the limbs. There has to be a physical show of remorse. Now what this means is, and it has multiple understandings depending on who has been uh, wronged. So for example, if I have stolen something from somebody, yes, I have the remorse, I, I, I ask them for their, for their apology, I ask them that I accept my apology, but I, if I've stolen something, I need to give that thing back. So I need to make that physical reparation back to them. If I've done anything of any physical harm to somebody, I need to physically repair that wrong which I have done. If I've broken a rule of Allah, Again, let's say I haven't prayed, I haven't gone for the Hajj pilgrimage, I haven't given charity, the, obliga the obligatory charity, then to make, uh, make repairs with the physical limbs is to fulfill that obligation. If I've missed five years of prayers, I haven't fasted the month of Ramadan for you know, numerous years, it's not enough just to, for me to say, you know, have remorse in the heart and say, Allah, please forgive. I need to make those prayers up. I need to redo that fast. I need to go and make the Hajj pilgrimage. So I need to physically, actively make repairs for those actions which I had missed out in the past. That becomes that third level of repentance that again, we have to perform if we are seeking true repentance for our negative actions. The fourth and final stage of repentance is that firm resolve in the heart never to repeat that action again. If I hurt somebody's feelings, I talk bad about them, and then I realize my wrongdoings, I go and ask for forgiveness and they accept it, and then two days later I do the same thing again. 
and I go back and ask for forgiveness. Maybe that person will forgive me, maybe they won't. But this becomes a hypocritical asking of forgiveness because I don't really mean it because if I meant it, I wouldn't do it again. Maybe I could say the first time I was ignorant, I you know, let my emotions and my passions get to me. But what about the second time, the third, the fourth? Why do I continuously, continuously perform these actions when I've done repentance, I've asked them for forgiveness? And similar is our case with Allah. If I break the rules of Allah one day, I listen to something prohibited, I look at the prohibited, I eat things I'm not allowed to eat, and I ask Allah for forgiveness, He will forgive me because in the end, uh, the end Allah says that indeed He is the oft-forgiving, the most merciful. But at the same time, if I continuously do that bad action, and every day I do it, and I say, Oh Allah, forgive me, this becomes very hypocritical of me. This becomes very, it just becomes really, you know, a game I'm playing with my Creator that I think, well, okay, He's going to forgive me. And yes, He can forgive and He will forgive. But the point of the matter here is that you have to make a firm resolve. We have to make a firm resolve not to continuously repeat that bad action over and over and over again, expecting forgiveness from an individual or from Allah. And so this, these four pillars become foundational pillars that we need to imbibe within our lives when it comes to asking forgiveness again from, a, from the creations of Allah or from Allah Himself that we need to ensure that we have the remorse within our heart that we are able to verbally declare our uh, sadness for what we've done we have to make that resolve, we have to make the reparations and repairs for what we did wrong and ultimately we have to make that change in our heart not to repeat that particular action again and if and when we follow these four stages, then we can be guaranteed that our forgiveness has been heard, it has been accepted, and that that negative deed has been right, you know, wiped off of our slate, and that we are now pure and clear individuals, that we have, been, that we have had the sin that we have performed removed off of our record. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.